Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. Episode 74. This is Chopping Lines. Ted Lutz here. Happy holidays, y'all. We're happy to have you back. We got an action-packed episode on the way. And by we, I mean myself and Doc Ward. Doc, great to see you. Happy holidays. And we're really getting into my favorite part of the NFL season. Saturday games, holiday games. There's a lot to get into, Ted. Let's not delay. We got a really busy weekend ahead, but we're going to circle back to last weekend's action first. See what was setting it up and for no us. And no one circles back like chopping lines. The Raiders, if you want to talk about circles, I've never, we will never see again a team go from getting shut out to scoring 63 points. The most in their franchise history. But, a long storied franchise, mind you. Um, but yeah, that was kind of, that has to be the greatest like uh, point differential week to week for a team. I, I cannot imagine anything even close to it. The Chargers completely quit. We said they quit last week. I didn't I was wrong. This was this was pathetic. They didn't care for long periods like the the punt return when the guy literally like had it just taken out of his hands if and the, Raiders, the ground. If last week's Raiders could have spotted two weeks ago Raiders six points, they would have won that game too. No doubt. So their defense is certainly playing well. I'll say that, but yeah, wild stuff. Um, didn't no, I don't think anyone saw that happening. But not like that. At some least some people did see the Chargers losing, and that loss resulted in something we've been, you know, questioning or wondering, pondering for most of the season, and that is the job security of one Brandon Staley, and that job is no longer secure. Gonzo canned him and Tom Teleska, the uh, GM who'd been yeah. there for like ten years. Uh, I mean, this game was forty-two nothing half. Yeah, <laughs> that tells me all I need to know. Right. The uh, the Raiders do have a sneaky decent defense, though. Give them credit where you'd uh, where you'd mentioned, but Aiden ba- O'Connell showed out four TDs. Yeah. He's not. He could end up being a really good backup. I don't know if he's got anything more than that in mm. him, but there's worse places to be. Moving to Saturday, our our Saturday slates. As you said, we're very excited that they're here. The Vikings led the Bengals 17-3 to going into the fourth quarter. Everything seemed all right. Nick Mullins made a few stupid mistakes early that cost him some points. He threw that interception falling down. It went off the defender's face mask, the sacker, and then it went off of his uh, sack, or at least his taint. <laughs> bounced back into the hands of the uh, sacker, who then, um, I guess at that point it was not a sack, it was an interception, which was just a crazy play. Well, and that wasn't the only crazy play. How about one T. Higgins? It was a sick It catch. was like NFL street. Like, it, like, that's some shit where it's just like, oh, wow. A, heads up play. B, wing and a prayer type shit. Some Michael Jordan yeah. from a <laughs> Space Jam type wild. shit. yeah. Yeah, he has his back to the end zone, catches the ball, switches to the left hand, just full extension. Breaks the plane. And then they go win in overtime. Yeah. Just a really bad loss for the Vikings. They had big days from 
Jordan Addison and running back Ty Chandler squandered. Yeah. Let our let our rival Bengals lingle linger a little bit more. But our rival Steelers, who played next, can't quite say the same for them. They took a thirteen nothing lead against the Colts. Michael Pittman was knocked out of the game with a concussion. Zach Moss hurt his arm. He was out. And even with all that, they let the Colts run off 30 unanswered. Yeah, one of those due to George Pickens completely negating, like just stopping play. It was so funny. Said he, he quote, didn't want to get rolled up on not going to get hurt out here, which is totally, I mean. While they're in a playoff race. Right, exactly. So, fuck you. I, there is a part of anyone's brain that's like, I get what you're saying, but playoff race, you're a football, and you're a Pittsburgh Steeler. That's yeah. the Steelers' way is to not, oh, I'm going to shirk my on-field duties because I don't want to get hurt. Now, it's funny, Mike Tomlin was asked about that maybe today, and he was basically like, uh, if you're not going to do your job and we lose, you better keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like the fact that the tape was as bad as it was is one thing, but then for him to double down. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't that, say that you at let least. That hang, yeah, or be like, I don't know, I was out of it or something. I I don't know, but yeah, don't don't do what you did. So bad. And for somebody who's has not done anything, he's made some highlight reel catches. You have not sure. accomplished anything. Right. Like he's had a he's had a decent year, especially considering the shit he's had at quarterback. Uh speaking of which, Mr. Biscuit, Mitch Trubisky, finds himself on the bench for Mason Rudolph. Tis the season. Yeah, and playing all the reindeer games now. Driving the sleigh around this weekend for the for Pittsburgh. Broncos at Lions was the night cap for Saturday. I thought this one was going to be a fun game, and the Lions destroyed the right. Broncos. Absolutely exposed them. The student became the master when Dan Campbell showed up and outcoached. And the team outplayed on the other side of the ball, the Sean Payton and Russell Wilson uh, Broncos. And not that it's the first time we've seen this year, but after a run of good form, Sean Payton has gone back to chewing out Russell Wilson on the side. It was hot. And then didn't want to answer questions about it. It's like, I don't know, when you publicly dress down your fucking franchise quarterback, Again. expect questions and kind of, you got to come with something better than we're not talking about that. It's family business. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, if that was the case, he would have done that in the locker room or some shit. Correct. Or like not that animated. Right. Something. Uh, but they ran all over. The, I think Denver had the worst rush defense in the league, and it got worse uh, it after worse. this Sunday. Jared Goff threw five touchdowns, three to Sam Laporta party. Mm. He, he's having an ama- one of the best rookie years for a tight end that we'll ever see. Yeah. Uh, They're not going to show Sam the door. Not that one. But big win for the Lions, it seems like, with the uh, Vikings losing and the next game that will go to the Packers losing that they all but have the NFC North locked up. But we'll jump to that Packers game. It was in Lambeau Sunday. It was a crisp afternoon, and Baker Mayfield wore his chef hat. He brought his knife, and he diced the cheese heads. Yeah, and, you know, one of not I mean, they've shown and run through the numbers. He's had one of the best games in Lambeau Field for any visiting quarterback, and Pretty much any visiting quarterback worth their salt has played there at least once. At least once, yeah. Um, so that's interesting. And, you know, 
Baker's been good on the road. He's like the antithesis of the Cowboys. It's like, I'm good on the road. Like, let's go. Let's run. So I looked up his stats when I was going through my gambling uh, research on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Prior to this game, he was averaging about the same amount of yards at home and on the road, I think 10 more on the road. His splits on the road, it was 14 touchdowns to three interceptions. And at home, it was like six and five. Wow. He was, he just cooks on the road. Yeah, well, that's he, good. And he's a gamer. I mean, say what you want about Baker. He's not one to back down. He may throw a turd at you, but he's going to show up and play. And he won't back down. Jordan Love tried not to back down. He didn't play very bad at all. It just... Not well enough. They had the the Bucks. I don't think. I mean, barely got stopped offensively. The Packers would have had to score pretty much on every drive to keep up. So they're big dent in their playoff hopes. They looked so so good, not that long ago. Back to the toilet. Browns and Bears. What a comeback this was, and it was almost what wild game, and it was almost not to be wild finish. Yeah, like. Yeah, could you imagine that Hail Mary coming to fruition as he was on his back? What a way to end the game. And he was positioned like there was it was very intentional, it seemed, for him to face the would be knocker downer. Kind of try to play the batted ball. Correct. And he it could not have worked out better. Not only hit him in the hands, like hit him in the fucking dick. As he's on the ground. Yeah. He kicks it up in the air. It's intercepted. One of the one of the most unfair credited interceptions to a quarterback that you'll ever see, which doesn't well, yeah, feel. And all, I mean, a lot of those Hail Mary ones, it's like those, go should, like that, those yeah. should go on their own hopper of picks. Cause it's like, yeah, the whole point is I'm throwing this up for almost anyone to catch it. Yeah. Like, just give me a yeah. chance. But the bear, the bear, bears, they did not score in the second half. They came out. They only had one. Uh, I think they actually only had, uh, yeah, one touchdown drive on offense. They had mm. a pick six as well, so they really couldn't do anything offensively. And Flacco arrived once again, keeping that Flacco elite dragon Browns magic alive with, what, 13 fourth-quarter points? It was awesome. Just making some drives, hitting some throws. That's great, and look out for the Browns. They're firmly in that race. His throw to Amari Cooper, that was the right. game-tying touchdown. Yeah. It was a rope. Hit him in stride yeah, in between defenders. Pretty pass. Classic Flacco. They say he's a pretty pass out there. They say he's elite. Texans at Titans. This game was not elite. Nah. Case Keenum actually started for the Texans, not Davis Mills. And has he been a backup there for like 13 years or some shit? What Feels like it. Case Keenum experiment. Feels yeah. like it. But whenever he also comes in and is like a serviceable, steady hand a lot of the times and proved to be yet again, came up with a dub, correct? Yeah, let him on a late drive to force overtime. Wow. Derrick Henry was worst game ever. For him in his career, 16 carries for nine yards. Nine, nine times. Yeah, that's really bad. About half. A, he went about a foot and a half yeah. per carry. Uh, wow. he, he could get the ball and fall down and uh, probably do a little better. So hinted at retirement afterwards or at least not returning to the Titans. Derrick Henry did, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he wants to go to more of a contender type team because he. I feel like I mean he's definitely still got some seasons in him if he wants. Yeah, he's he's in his twilight a little bit, and he would benefit maybe from being on a 
like more a uh, committee type stuff. Yeah, like someone with like a, a better change of pace. He's they're, they're back down there, right? Like, and yeah, they like, they got Ty J Spears, who's gained some steam over over the course of the just year. An but after, he's like you when Derrick Henry needs a breather, you get hop on touch. in. Yeah, yeah. So you know, seeing his last couple games here down in Nashville, we'll head to Miami. The Jets are horrible. Yeah. The Jets are horrible. Zach Wilson got just destroyed by Bradley Chubb. Stayed in the game afterwards. He fumbled on that play. Set up a, a Dolphins touchdown. Stayed in the game. Ends up taking another big sack from Chubb later on. Trevor Simeon comes in. Go figure. He's awful as well. Tyree Kill didn't even play. 30 nothing. Dolphins. Mostert actually set a record for the Dolphins. Pretty wild, is... yeah. I mean, 20 touchdowns on the year. And most, and that's with guys like Larry Zonka and uh, Ricky Williams was there for a spell. They yeah, had some, some big backs. names. Yeah, um, but 20 years, twenty. I mean, 20 rushing touchdowns. It's ain't a, nothing to sneeze at. It's a 17 rushing, three receiving. Okay, so it's total. Purpose, yeah. yeah, but he's still got three games left. And even if you want to be like, oh, 17-game season... Fine, well, he's got two games yeah. left. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and what if he fucking shatters it by six touchdowns? It's like that very could, well that could. could. Very well, even that argument out some. Very well he could. He was on a clip. I mean, I'm sure you can definitely prorate these things. Speaking of clips as well, did you see the uh, video of Zach Wilson's mom on social media? No, basically, basically saying. Zach hid concussion system, symptoms to remain in the game, blah, blah, blah. But she's basically coming out like, like, oh, Zach really wanted to play. It's a shame he got hurt. Like, it was the, it's like, what are school, you doing? Like, and yeah, it was so weird. Up his future, right? like, that shouldn't be out there. This man's looking for, like, he's going to be wanting to get another job after this year. And, and it, it ain't going to be in the NFL. And that's the problem with social media, I guess, or at least the prevalence of media reporting is like, we don't need to hear from Zach Wilson's mom unless it's like, uh, yet another friend of mine. Yeah, what did your friend do again? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're interested in that, but I don't really need, we don't need inside the locker room stuff from you. Yeah, let Zach speak for himself on such matters. Very, uh, very weird, though. If, I, if you haven't seen that, I'll have to send that over to you. Uh, up to Foxborough we go. Chiefs at the Patriots. Patriots actually hung a little, a little bit, mm-hmm. tiny bit. Mahomes wasn't great early, figured it out. As he went, uh, was credited with an interception. <laughs> Kadarius what Tony. What's going uh, <laughs> on with this Kadarius Tony figure? How he do they keep putting problem. him out there? He's a menace. Yeah, I would How? sit the fuck down. If you've already clinched the playoff spot, which they have, correct? Uh, not yet, but they, well, uh, for all accounts. As soon purpose, as I would, uh, he sits the fuck down until the playoffs. It's like we, as long as we don't need to like secure a spot, you don't get to play anymore. You're, I think you're he, a a detriment to this team. All of the major things that have happened outside of what was that, that one blown PI call two or three weeks ago. Uh, uh, the offsides. He's just dropping balls. He's offsides. You will know the, the the week before the offsides when the Chiefs had a legit. Was he that? Oh guy? no, that was uh, Valdez Scantling. Okay, yeah. Either yeah. way, Tony, 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 we gotta have you. 
do something. And Mahomes was pissed about this one too. Like it's rare that you see him. Like I, you, it's hard to read what he the the lips, but he definitely had a goddamn it in there, right. or, or goddamn it in there. Uh, now pretend he's ooh. a ref, Pat. <laughs> I want you going full Sean Payton on Kadarius Tony on the fucking sidelines. <laughs> hey, it's coming. One or two more like that. That was ugly. But they hold on. 27-17. Our boy Tommy DeVito. The, cra- yeah. the craze is cooled, at least for a week. The Saints... Dennis Allen, de- that defense just worked out. Did we hear the story about DeVito and, and Sean Stiletto, that the the mob-looking agent he had? Wannabe. So DeVito was scheduled maybe even prior to this little run of form to do an engagement at a local pizza shop, like in his hometown. Consiglio's or something so like that. He is going to do that. Then reports that the agent like tripled his appearance fee. Or yeah, doubled from 10 to 20 K or whatever yeah. it was. And DeVito was like, that ain't cool. Fired him. Got rid of him. Oh, he was no fired. No shit. He, he, it's kind of like when Tiger fired Fluff back in the, in like the year 2000, where it's just like, you're be- well, Tiger's thing was like, Fluff's becoming too big of a star. He's got the mustache. He's smoking cigs. He's cool. He's on commercials. But I think with the the, the company line, the DeVito family line is probably like, uh, Tommy's outgrown your services and, and what you're capable of. And we love you and it's all family, but we got to move on. But yeah, interesting. Because he was really, at least in the last week or two, Becoming more famous than DeVito himself. Quickly, yeah. And it, what a dick move, too. And ultimately cost themselves a lot of money because yeah. ten grand was agreed upon. They had to be there and for then two he hours. And for free to make a mea culpa. Yeah, never gets back to him. And now is out of, out of some work for it. And this and, is a man making league minimum, living at mom and dad's. He needs cutlets. scratch. He needs some scratch. And... Uncle fucking Steve's taking it off his plate. He ended up uh, making an appearance yesterday, or at Tuesday, when y'all are, for those listening, uh, as we're recording on a Wednesday, uh, he ended up going down for free, down yeah. to the pizzeria, so made well, made good on it. Seems like a good kid. I yeah, mean, so. maybe that's... I, I Because when I heard that bandied about today on some different sports shows, all of the, you know storied and and veteran sports writers were basically like yeah you don't fucking take money for appearances like that like that's you're doing like pr shit like you shouldn't even get 10 grand like you, that's something and 10 grand's crazy you just go yeah. do on a wednesday because you, you get free pizza of the fucking giants yeah, yeah and i'm sure this will figure into some backdoor deal later or whatever we're talking deferred payments we're on the otani scale now yeah it's it's clown shit and it was it was unfortunate. But good for DeVito by making right and firing that guy. And I've, I got nothing against Tommy DeVito. That's a fun story. I hope the best for him. And I want him to be the Giants quarterback for a long time. Hey, don't hold your breath, but we're pulling for him as well. Falcons at Panthers. This game was as bad as advertised. The Panthers do find a way to win. 9-7 to seven at the buzzer. Man, some of these scores this season are just like... They haven't scored a touchdown like in baseball like... Baseball scores. Yeah, they haven't a scored a touchdown in like two games, the Panthers. <laughs> uh, Desmond Ritter is benched after the game for Taylor Heineke, finally. But 
Bijan Robinson mm. for fantasy purposes, for the sake of getting the most out of your draft capital purposes, for the sake of playing your most talented players purposes. You could tell right out of the jump. The first two carries went to Tyler Algier, and then the third one to pick up the first or to try to pick up the first down went to Cordell Patterson. And it's like, why is Bijan not getting the fucking ball? What's Arthur back in the doghouse? What's Arthur Smith doing down there? I that's because I thought people were high on him last year, and even part he seemed of this great. Year, and then it's kind of hit the skids this this far. He's so like over coaching. Maybe, maybe his job's in jeopardy. There have been some preliminary reports that the agent or the representation of one Kirby Smart, head coach of Georgia, may be kicking some tires and being like, let me fuck the NIL, fuck the rotating portal. I've proven my my worth here. What if I just stay in town and coach an NFL team when all I have to do is coach? I don't even have to worry about salary cap. That's fucking the GM has to do that. I don't have to recruit shit. I can just fucking coach, coach a ball on. team. Yeah, that yeah. Wouldn't and that'd blame be him a pretty that. wild. He doesn't have to move. No, yeah, not not anything. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. So, At least for the story of it all. No doubt. Yeah, I I was pretty high on Arthur Smith. He was definitely like a finalist in Coach of the Year last yeah, year, and yeah. just I I think he's just over coaching. Like, oh, if I. If I do this, if I do this, it's gonna build culture. It's gonna, he's gonna. It's like, no, you're gonna lose fucking games. Yeah, you're gonna like lose you your need job. To win games. As, you know, how you build culture. Yeah, this isn't games. high school sports uh, anymore. Crazy. Yeah, not not something happening a lot right now in the ATL. It's not happening a lot right now in DC either. They went out to Los Angeles to play the Rams, and predictably, Matt Stafford. Lit him up like a Christmas tree. Again, tis the season. Found Cooper Cup all day. Kyron Williams is awesome on the ground. He had 152 rushing. He's averaging like 130 yards mm. a game his last five games. He's wow. un, he's unstoppable yeah. when he's healthy. The Rams are the Rams are dangerous enough. They've got some players on defense. They got Sam Howell benched wow. for Jacoby Brissett. And that's an interesting development because about a month ago, I feel like we all were kind of in the mindset of Ron Rivera's the problem. The defense has some pieces, but they're not good overall. Mm -hmm. The offense, same. And Sam Howell is someone you can move forward with for a few years, at least a quarterback. Because he was throwing some toddies early. He was playing well. He was throwing like multiple picks, but there was... Not even that often, but you know, occasionally they were for sure. Glimmers of yeah, this may be a guy you can ride with for a little bit, but he has been terrible for a couple weeks now. For a, about a month or so, and I'll bring up the stats. But I mean, now suddenly something that you know they they thought they could maybe build around. It's like great. Do we have to go back to the quarterback well and see what we can try to uncover in the draft? Well, and it's and. Yeah, and that's they're in a precarious spot as an organization. I mean, this is the first year of new ownership. And whether he's the problem or a problem, Ron Rivera will not be there next no year. No shot. So it's like, do you just kind of clean slate everything? I would probably vote for yeah. Like if I was a Commanders fan or even in that uh, 
ownership or like top uh, the C suite, I would just be like, let's try to we're gonna get rid of the coaching staff completely, or at least all the the Riveraites. Yeah, and then to maybe start. just roll again on a quarterback in the draft I and mean, keep Hell as a backup. Where, he's where, cheap. There, and as far as draft orders go, he's they're down there, right? Or they're up there. They're four and ten, so. They're yeah. probably getting like the third or fourth pick. They're looking at like the fourth right now, I believe, uh, going through it. So there's going to be somebody there, you know, if they like them or not, or if they want to trade up. Or... Aren't there a couple quarterbacks coming in? Yeah, you got like... Drake May, yeah. uh, obviously Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels. Yeah. There's another, some teams who might like Bo Nix. And then you just let, you can ride with Sam Howe, because he's on a rookie contract, right? Like he's not going to cost Yeah, money. he's cheap. He's so, got two more years. Yeah, like cheap, cheap. Keep him around. I mean, I guess Jacoby Brissett, is he... He's a backup, but is he even that serviceable? I feel like he's been on a different Not team. Not if you want to go to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So Howell's last four games, he threw for 256 against the Giants and three interceptions. They barely uh, could move the ball. He threw for 300 against Dallas, but they lost by 35. They were playing catch-up wow. the whole time. 127 against the Dolphins, again, when they were throwing the whole time. And then he had 102 against the Rams in three quarters of mm. action. So... Big question marks in D.C. I don't mind seeing it. The Commanders clown show always have them. Now, are always we about to get into a little bit of NFC West action? Some Cardinals. Yeah, a little divisional jaunt. And and what we thought was going to happen happened. And the, some. The Niners crushed the Cardinals. Purdy, four touchdowns. He's awesome. Staying in the front of that MVP race. He's awesome. Christian McCaffrey had three, and they both actually called for you. Brock Purdy was asked about his MVP chances, and he goes, I think it should be Christian. Like, he's an MVP. And then Christian was like, asked the same. He's like, ah, I think it's Brock. Like, they're just fucking verbal bouquets. And then Tom Brady said he thinks it should be a Trent Williams. Right, yeah, so... Trent Williams. Niner in a storm, I suppose. It's valid. Uh, Trent Williams pulled McCaffrey up on the pedestal with them during a media conference. And, uh, yeah, him, they have a fun. They told him it was Robin Big. Yeah, that's or, uh, funny. Yeah, whole, I saw that. Yeah, hilarious. That, yeah. Uh, and Rip Big. Awesome a couple years back. Indeed. Fun show there. Cardinals hasn't been that fun this year. Niners march on. Cowboys at the Bills. This was a game where we were going to learn something about one of these teams some way or another. And we, I think we learned about both. We learned two things. And it was funny seeing Cowboys Nation in a complete, like, tailspin. Woof. That's, this is a tough they one. They can't play on the road. They're not that good. They aren't. I mean, they're good. They're yeah, yeah, they're above. Good. They're well above average. No one should be fucking scared of the Cowboys. And this is what we've been saying all year long. And again, show us in the play. The nearer we get to the playoffs, the more they're looking like the old Cowboys we've always known. And Dak it's like, is right, Dak right on time. And I'm sorry, and he's a great player, but Michael Parsons can't really win a game on his own. No, you know no. what I mean. It's like, and that's the, the thing. And their defense is slowly starting to fall apart. The offense is incapable on the road for whatever reason. Dak was horrible. I think he had under 100 passing yards till well into the fourth quarter. The anti-Baker Mayfield. But that is funny how that works. It's like, why are you guys so good at home? 
and, and so bad everywhere else. Is it a a dome thing? I don't know where their other uh, home losses were coming from. Yeah, I'm not. But not. it's like, okay, you play good in Jerry World. Who gives a shit? You got to my... win these games on the road against good teams, mind you. I've been beating the drum all year long that a large slab of their wins have been against mediocre to bad teams. Yeah, shitty. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, so it's like we learned that we were right in not taking the Cowboys seriously yet. And we also learned that the Bills are back. And the Bills are dangerous. very back. They're clicking at the right time. They're they're that team this year where it's like we were kind of wishy washy up until two or three weeks ago, yeah, and then we turned it on post it Thanksgiving. Is, it is concerning as a Ravens fan. They won this. Josh Allen only had ninety four passing yards. Well, they, that's what's even crazier. Yeah, what was he like? He had nine of fifteen for ninety six yards or some shit like that. Right? So he had and four. They beat the Cowboys by like thirty. They beat points. their breaks like, off. What? Yeah, like how is that? They rushed for what two hundred and fifty yards? Wasn't it like a lot? Something crazy. James like Cook that? had like one hundred seventy nine. James Cooked. He's awesome, and I've been calling for him being good. And as soon as I got rid of Ken Dorsey, they started running him, and they, look, they turned it around. Mm. Go figure. Mm. Maybe, maybe I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Who knows here. <laughs> But uh, Allen only completed he completed four passes to Stefan Diggs. I think it was two to Cook and then one to their other backup running back, Ty Johnson. That was it. Yeah. No other – one receiver caught the ball. Dalton Kincaid, no tight end caught it. Wow. Crazy day. They just pounded them at home in front of the crowd. Mm. Buffalo Bills circle the wagons. Yeah, no one does like the – Buffalo but Bills. But on to Sunday night. This was a great game. Ravens in Duval County against the Jags. A team that we've had, you know, a very back and forth type of A little bugaboo. With. Yeah, kind of a, one of our old AFC Central rivals and... Jimmy One Smith, that we Mark kind Brunel, of come up against every couple of years, and it's usually interesting. The Jags haven't hosted a Sunday night, or maybe even yeah, I it guess was like Sunday fifteen night. years. Yeah, fifteen years. I think two thousand eight at some seven or eight. Yeah, so that was crazy because they've had some decent teams. Pretty over wild. That time. Now break down the game for me. Let's let's get some chitter chatter. There was some uh, a one real bad injury for the Ravens that we can get into now or at the end of this little spiel, but. Well, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Keaton now. That sucked. Yeah. Because we've proven that we can do it with Gus and Justice and Lamar. Lamar's obviously an All Pro talent, right? So dynamic. He was so fast. He was so explosive. He was just a different layer totally. to this offense that we yeah. don't. I mean, Zay Flowers is the second fastest guy we got. I feel like, and yeah. he's. Yeah visibly not on Keaton's level when it comes to just when he hits the open like field, he burst, just fucking like goes. Top end speed. Yes. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he, he might've ended up scoring on that play if his knee doesn't fucking go out. I know, which sucks because f- it just like, he planted his foot mid stride and just buckled. Like that's when you knew, I mean, didn't need reports to confirm. It's so just, devastating. We, we watch enough football that that's usually pretty bad. So, uh, so I'm confident. It's an ACL. Yeah, yeah, he's done for the year and probably a good bit of next year as a result. Mm, damn. Um, you know, I'm confident that this is not a loss that's going to kill us, but it's definitely not 
helpful. No. Like I don't I don't think this is derailing by any means, but it's a big weapon that we don't have. Yeah, a big great weapon and right it's it happened at the wrong time of year cuz this is when we could really use that added dimension. But you know, he came out of nowhere and we I mean, Goss has been pouring in touchdowns all year. Yeah, Justice, Justice looks Hill, all right. Yeah, and he kind of in a way can can serve as a Keaton Mitchell replacement just in his he's got a Half shiftiness and quickness he's small whatever but yeah it'll be interesting to see what or how there, there it will be a will but how this changes like the kind of the run game of it all no and doubt I guess the offense in total Lamar was awesome in this game if you look mm-hmm. at the box score you'll be like oh it was pretty pedestrian well, and that's kind of he, been the story on him all year long but yeah watch the games he's he moved through the pocket so the expertly yeah. making people miss guys were smacking the ground afterwards mm-hmm. he makes them look stupid in tiny space like doesn't get touched by some of these guys it's right. absolutely ridiculous uh finding isaiah likely who's coming on real strong mm-hmm. speaking of weapons needing to step up very excited about this Ravens team. Yeah, and the great thing about Mars Lamar's um, po- po- added pocket presence and just slipperiness is by the end of the game that really starts adding up on those DNs and tackles or whatever. It's like they, when they've been running an extra five to ten seconds every play yep. for three quarters. It's like they're gassed in the fourth quarter guess who's not gassed in the fourth quarter lamar jackson ever so. uh, except if he's got diarrhea <laughs> right <laughs> but, but upset stomach diarrhea the jags though you're you might want to even disown them at this point might be time yeah the, i mean the, they're they're in a world of pain right now what trevor lawrence uh sustained a concussion he hit his head game. hard yeah yeah but he made some really bad mistakes prior they missed two field goals early prior tough tough tone to set right out of the jump and brandon mcmanus can kick hick uh, he can kick himself a field goal mm. but going for it with seven seconds left or what it was towards the half, eight seconds, and you throw the pass in bounds to the guy. Right, yeah. It's like, well, that's and then you couldn't even, inexcusable. There was no way you're getting to the line and getting that play. Absolutely right. inexcusable. Right. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not calling Trevor Lawrence a bust because he's better than that. Yeah. He might be a bust for his caliber of pick, at least as of right now. But he, I have said it on there, he does not beat good teams. Right. He, I mean, we can even look at his signature moment, the comeback win in the playoffs. It was over the Chargers. Right. If there's a team that's going to give you one of those fucking games, you found it, dog. And yeah. I mean, props for you to, for capitalizing on it, but I'm, I'm kind of out on him. If I'm a Jaguars fan, I'm not super content that he's the guy who's going to win you a Super Bowl. Right. But just, you know, maybe that's me. But now it's a three-way tie for the AFC South. The Colts, Texans, and Jags all at eight and six. Wow. I, th- I think the Jags have the tiebreakers that are meaningful for what it's worth and the easiest schedule on the way out. Yeah, I mean, if I mean because they've been top of that division all season. Like if they end up coughing that up, that would be tragic. Monu- uh, again, total opposite of uh, 
It's actually total opposite of their last year, too. The Jags and the Lions kind of did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the Jags are kind of doing... They're having the Bills season in reverse. Yeah. You know what I mean? In live action. Live action. Monday night football. Eagles at Seahawks. Drew Lock putting on for his city. Wow. What a drive. And talk about a team in shambles. The Philadelphia Eagles. Melting. Yeah. I mean, what's going Melting. on? Melting. They, they had a quiet midweek move from uh, defensive coordinator Sean Desai to, to Matty P. Wow. Your boy. And it seemed to be all right for at least the first 58 minutes. Everything was going well. I mean, it was against Drew Locke, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. But half the league are backup or uh, backup quarterbacks right now, so you know, it's a pretty realistic scenario. They let up 92 yards less than two minutes ago. They didn't have any timeouts. Mm. How does that happen? You're 10 and three or whatever now. 10 and four. The Cowboys had already lost. You had the prime opportunity to hop back in the driver's seat. Terrible loss for the Eagles. Inexcusable. Jalen Hurts throwing bad pick. Not, not look, he doesn't look good. Ba- no, he looks bad. It hasn't looked good. He looks like everything they've said Lamar was going to look like right, right now. And, like he's only can. Ru- he looks great running. Sure, he looks great running. But but, but everyone wants but he's a quarterback. to slurp him, and they love his press conferences and shit. And then he gets up there and is talking about we got people that need to be committed or whatever and whatever. It's like I don't know. Like you need to you stop made, turning that, the fucking that ball over. Right, but yeah, I'm gonna need more out of you, dog. Like if I'm a teammate, it's like that's all right. You can sit up there as the star and face of this franchise and try to like throw us into the fire, but we're pulling you in with us because you've not really done your part either. No, he looks he looks bad right now. Yeah, and he. I, I don't know what's changed. He's he's been a little banged. Up. It's definitely possible. It's got to be a big dumb. It's thing. definitely the possible. It's a big dumb. But and Sirianni is kind of like what's going on with him. It it kind of seems like everything's kind of falling down in Philadelphia right now across the board. Really, I wonder if they can hire Big Dom as a coach. Because the other thing is, like we were saying yesterday, or whenever we were talking, it's like. AJ Brown's been putting up numbers. It's not like it's like okay. So what's going on in Philly? It's just it's just across the board. Like they have their defense is bad. The defense, yeah, the defense is, bad. is bad. At and least then, the secondary. You know, there's nothing like uh, Belichick's coaching tree to turn something around. So right. Let's bring Matt Patricia, Matt Pencil, Matt Ticonderoga behind my ear, Patricia, mm. who was last seen as an offensive coordinator. Now getting back behind the reins of a defense. Um, what a story! So yeah, we'll see. I mean, they are in the playoffs, so they may yeah, just they want to circle their wagons and try to get ready for what's to come. Yeah, figure something um, out. To, and I think they control their destiny if they win out. They still, if they and the Cowboys win out, they would um, take back the division mm-hmm. because of like common opponents or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. I don't know how much confidence I have in them to do that right now. We'll find out. Starting in week 16, we're bringing our preview to you. Meow. Starting with Thursday night football. Saints at the Rams. And this is not an exciting game. But this does have a lot of playoff implications. A lot. A Chris Olave. He, he will be back. He is cleared as of today. 
So that's huge for the Saints because they look bad on offense with him, but they certainly look terrible without him. Yeah. Uh, the Ram- <laughs> Like, we need you, and it's still going to be a coin toss, but we certainly need you yeah. for it to not be you're at least pails good. on both sides. <laughs> you're at least good for 80 yards. <laughs> right. Like, we need something. Uh, the Rams have their weapons. They're seemingly figuring it out. Like, they've got a bunch of nobodies on defense and Aaron Donald, and they're they're all right. And Matt Stafford's been having, talk about comeback player of the year. I mean, didn't he have, he missed the back half of last season. Yeah, with, with the, the back. Yeah, so, and he's actually been playing pretty well. Yeah, I I really like the Rams in this game. Derek Carr's a phony. Uh, yeah. He's, he sucks. <laughs> for certain now. Uh, what these guys do to their bodies. Their bodies yeah. Some more tears for Mr. Carr on Thursday night out in L.A., but we're going to our second Saturday of action. Bengals at the Steelers. A little AFC North action for yeah. your weekend. And it's uh, the battle of backups. Mason Rudolph, Jake Browning. Now, Jake Browning's on a bit of a tear here. The last I remember seeing Mason Rudolph, he was probably yelling the N-word and <laughs> getting, a, getting a fucking helmet swung at him. Subject to investigation. Were, you know, <laughs> jury's still out on that one. We don't know exactly what happened. Some may say. <laughs> Some might say. Yeah, I. So they uh, Browning's first start was actually against the Steelers. They lost sixteen to ten. That was three, four weeks ago as of this game. Maybe he'll exercise those demons. It's the last time the Steelers have won. Wow. Which is they? I mean, they're falling they apart. Talk about a world of pain. They're yeah. falling apart. And I just, you know what? I hope it keeps fucking going. Lose. I want the. I want the Bengals to beat them. Fuck it. I don't care what that means for the Bengals' hopes this season, but... Minka Fitzpatrick's not going to play. I th- I think they will beat the Steelers. I like the under in this game, too. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. Both well, the teams. Steelers just cut some guy for, like, an assault charge. The, the Steelers, they have really? so much bad stuff going on up there this season. It's just like, wow. It might be getting time for... A mutual parting with Tomlin, or they trade him. A lot of the fans have been talking about that, and that's interesting you bring up the trade aspect because I don't know if coaches have ever been traded before, but that was it happened. Big... Uh, Sean uh, Sean Payton was a trade. Okay, cool. Because I know that was a part of the discussion with Belichick because he's still Correct, a year yeah. on his contract, I think. So it's like someone was like, "Well, Bob Kraft doesn't want to get nothing out of this," and if you're a good enough coach. Fuck it, yeah, I'll trade for a fucking head coach like Mike Tomlin. There and I, I forget who said it today, but I agreed with them. Where it's like there are teams right now that aren't considering firing their coaches. Oh, who would tomorrow? Yeah, up, yeah, we were talking like, about it last week. Would be going yeah, tomorrow if Mike Tomlin came up. Correct, today. and <laughs> and you know, um, a team that was linked to offering a trade for John Harbaugh a few mm. years ago. Who would absolutely? Who would be actually? Who was that? Who would be my pick? The Jets. Oh wow! I think yeah. I think they would give up Salah yesterday oh, for, for Mike sure. Tomlin. Yeah. Give up the se- like a second I rounder. Mike Tomlin with Aaron Rodgers for the next three years. Like, yeah, they could kind of. Was Aaron while he's not coming back this year? He's been activated. Yeah, by our which is odd. It is odd, but I guess they just see the seasons written off. But this gives him a way to practice. Yeah, get it, get under his feet and shit. I guess I don't know, but yeah, that's interesting. And 
you know, and there's nothing wrong with speculating this. And this is, and as not at this point, you could just tell as, as we spoke highly of Mike Tomlin, but sometimes it's not about you being a good or bad coach. It's not here anymore. Yeah. It's just like this time and place. This is not working anymore. It's been 15. It's he's been there for 15 years. I think 16 16. as of now or this year. Yeah. You've only won however many playoff games, which isn't a lot. It's actually like four or something fucking crazy like that. Yeah, given how long he's been there. Yeah, and really, everyone loves to throw the stat. He's never had a losing season, but how many of those seasons are nine and eights? Right. It's like those aren't really winning. They're just not losing. You don't call those winning seasons. Yeah, they may not be a losing record, but they're not winning seasons. Yeah. I actually, I love the notion of um, all the memes we'd get with him next to Aaron Rodgers on the sideline and like owl eyes, just the wide stares, like they both do that. Yeah, just love the way his eyes and like the way he like chews gum and says things. There'd be some great, there'd be some great pictures of those two next to each other. Uh, Saturday night ball, Bills at Chargers. This game is going to be a slaughter a christmas massacre the chargers have quit keenan allen might come back so the offense might look a little more competent early but that defense sucks grinch descending upon it's gonna be worse if the if the grinch is coming out with a chainsaw i think the i think the bills win this like 40 to 10 I don't think it's uh, get them on like minus 23 and a half or something load them up Load up the bills, circle the wagons. We're going to Christmas Eve. Colts at Falcons. Taylor Heineke starting for the Falcons. Yeah, take what two. A, what a nothing game! Like, Not, there may be things to look for. Yes, yeah, it's similar to Thursday night. We got to sink our teeth a, into that one there. But the Colts could win their division, or at least be right up. I mean, with their with a win from them and a Jags loss, that could. Square it. That'd right? be yeah. No, they'd be ahead at that point. Wow. They'd be leading. So there are what... certainly implications. Yeah, it's in Atlanta, it's which which I don't think really matters. Jonathan Taylor did get cleared today, so he's going to play seemingly, which is huge for them, especially with Zach Moss going down. Zach Zoss. But Michael Pittman Jr. still up in the air. I love the Colts in this game. I think the Falcons are cooked. I think we might see a big collapse and Arthur Smith just get kicked out. The yeah, door. and you know he always have a job at FedEx. Hey, come on over. We got a manager tag waiting. Seahawks at Titans. Our next game. Geno is expected to play. I saw that. He, he was yeah. he was active Back last week. Join, yeah, right? he, he was yeah. active last week, so he probably could have gone in if Drew Lock wasn't balling, or if he got hurt. Uh, the more likely of the two scenarios. The Titans don't have a great secondary. They're coming off a bad loss to the Texans in yeah. Case Keenum. I think morale is probably a little low, especially with Derrick Henry's comments. The Seahawks are suddenly back in the playoff mix, too, with that win over the Eagles. That was so big. It's just like a classic that was so big game. It's like, all right, let's quell his his anxieties and just feed him. They let him get I don't know if touches and he gets like 240 yards and three touchdowns or some shit. I don't know or if it, it would matter. It's just not there. I, I don't think if they, I, 
I don't know if he'd have the capability of getting that many yards. Yeah, like, well. even if they fed, like, it's just, it's a tough matchup. Yeah. The, the Seahawks would key in on it. I guess the only thing they have in their favor is they don't have to go to Seattle to play this. Exactly. And Will Levis is hurt. Wow. Uh, hurt his ankle, so he's questionable. He did not Will practice Levis today. Uh, Will Wrangler. Hate to see it. He was having a fun season. Would like to see him finish it out. But I got... I got the Hawks winning on the road here pretty easy. I like that. If nothing else with Gino, they can go back to lock and probably get it done. And then we have a great NFC North matchup. Lions at Vikings. And the Vikings are in a tight spot. I mean, after that late loss, they fucked themselves. The Bengals and the Lions won big over the, the Broncos. It's now the time's getting thin for the. Vikings and screw the division like their wild card contention is like, far in jeopardy now, yeah right. far in jeopardy because of this night. and their defense has been playing well outside of that fourth quarter I mean they it's going to be up to them the Lions seem to have figured out that they're really good when they run the ball yeah again so dance with who rung you like just keep running the ball and let Jared Goff Throw his little spots. You get a few. Oh no, and he and and well, and and you're good. And when you're when you're in rhythm, yeah. But yeah, why not work off that run game? It's something the football teams have only been doing since football was created. Like yeah, and they do it well. That's why I took a running back in the first round. They do it well. I I do. I like the over in this game. I think both teams are going to score. I think the Lions, like I said, figured it out. I think Nick Mullins is. Probably the best option that the Vikings have at quarterback right now. And they if have so much skill player in, talent. In England, he would be McNullins. McNullins. Yeah, but I, I, so I hit the over. I think the Vikings win. Uh, the line on this game, I think they're like four and a half point favorites. I don't know if I like that. I think the, I think it could be a little tight here at the end. And this could be this one I'm about to get us into now. Get us into it. Look, I don't know if you were looking up. Oh, no. Yeah, no, you're good. Take us away. It could I'll... be one of the more pathetic games of the week. <laughs> Commanders at Jets. Shoot. Like, what the fuck are we even playing this one for? These like, teams have been, elim- they have been eliminated. Um, it says here Jets favored to win. By three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, um, their defense is still allegedly not that bad. Yeah. Um, Sam Howell is going to still start. He is fighting for his job, but this is a terrible matchup for him. The commanders might be quitting, too. I mean, they might just be packing it in for the year. Like, uh, yeah. Especially like in this got, game. Like, they, they can't even play spoiler. High, it's like... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to lose this game. Just don't try to win it. Yeah. Like, they can't. It's not a spoiler situation. There's nothing fun about this game. I I guess. I mean, we might not even have Zach Wilson, for whatever it's worth. It might be uh, Trevor Simeon again. I think I'll probably take the Commanders. Mm-hmm. And I will not try to watch as much of this game as possible. See how much Red Zone decides to put it on. Zachy Wilson and his lonely teardrops. Let's see we'll, we'll, And we'll just see what happens there. But, yeah, and then we're getting a little... This is We're kind of in a tough little slew here. Packers-Panthers, not in love with this one either. Hate it. Know? Hate it. Yeah. Uh, the Packers are falling apart. The Panthers are so bad. You would like 
to think love could win this one. I, like, show yes. up again. This is a, the worst team in the NFL. Like Far and on. away. You shouldn't fucking lose this game. I don't care where you're playing it. Yeah, this is another game where I like the under. This game's... The, the 1 o'clock block's got some real fucking stinkers. Yeah. And it's because there's so many standalone games. They moved a lot of the good teams. Yeah, and, and yeah, they've they've obviously configured it to have the good games in the, the high-profile times, which I guess... Makes sense. The 1 p.m. on Christmas Eve ain't that. Uh, but yeah, mm, don't got a lot of say on that. No, not going <laughs> to try to, again, watch as little as possible. But the next game on our slate here actually does pique my interest brownies and the Texans. yeah i think both of these teams have a lot to play for and cj stroud is the implications cj stroud is apparently going to most likely miss this game still is concussion protocol still is reporting sensitivity to light over a week later which is not yeah so did he did he miss he got hurt against the Jets last or nine days ago or ten days and then ago. And did not long. play last in, week. And that was against the Titans, Titans. when Case Keenum That's came right. from behind to keep him alive against wow. the odds. I think their playoff chances are still about mean, like fifty percent. Like to think. That's crazy. I mean, the concussion protocol is nothing to sneeze at. I no, guess. and he's if, if he's reporting symptoms like that, scary. Yeah, because so. those are those are like. Tried and true symptoms. Yes. Like, those may be the ones that wane the earliest. Exactly. You know I mean? like, sensitivity light and shit. It's like, you may have some headaches, but sensitivity light is like, that's first 48. Yeah. Like some, like some people who have concussions don't even get to that level. So scary stuff. Hopefully they can win for him. Knock the Browns down a peg for us, but I don't know. Our boy Joe. It's magic, yeah. man. It's, Do he can look... He can look so bad for so long, and then they just figure it out late. It's yeah, awesome. that's the thing, and that's why it is magic. But that's why I caution everyone to just hold on, because they just won a game that they probably shouldn't have on that, uh, what was it? Was that the Hail Mary game? The, um... Oh, no, it's uh, Amari Cooper's uh, yeah, right, right. late touchdown. Well, which... either way, it's kind of been a little too magical to believe in week in and week out. Like, we'll I feel see. Like another shoe will drop we'll sooner or later Cleveland Browns. I got him winning this week, though. I got him winning. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. Jaguars. Especially if, if we don't have a CJ Stroud involved. Oh, yeah, no. If, if Stroud was there, I'd... Hmm. I'd love to see what but the Browns even do. Who would have supposed in early September, it's like, come Christmas Eve, Joe Flacco's Cleveland Browns will be facing off with Case Keenum's Houston Texans. It's like, what? And it's going to no mean a lot. That coming. That, <laughs> no one cut that promo. So silly. Jaguars at the Buccaneers. The battle... The Battle of Mid-Northern Florida. Yeah, and it's like, wow, what a, what a crew will be at that game. So That stadium will be filled with a lot of Florida's finest. We would love to see Trey. A lot see of tra- Florida men. <laughs> a lot of Florida men. Uh, the most. We'd love to see. We'd love <laughs> to see. Uh, if Trevor Lawrence can play, this is obviously a more interesting game than CJ beat hard. Right. Uh, Beathard, excuse me. 
Um, either team losing is going to really hit their playoff chances. It would be four straight for the Jags, which would be devastating for my uh, over-under on them at nine and a half wins. But we have to remember the Bucks are at home, so we could expect like a two-touchdown, two-pick game out of Baker. Uh, Baker, and, yep, regression. You know, I mean, I'm... I'm really leaning that way. I guess when is the last, like, is, if you're in concussion protocol, can that still be game time? Or do you have to be cleared, like, 24 hours before? I feel like usually Saturday. I am yeah. i don't know for sure, so I could be speaking out the ass. Wouldn't be the first time on the show. But, yeah, I think it's normally at least the day before. Um, but we'll figure it out. Fingers crossed. Just for the sake of the game entertainment, if nothing else, it could be, should be a fun game, especially compared to some of the other ones. On this block. Cardinals at Bears, though. Moving to the afternoon slate. Again, this is this, is this the, game means nothing. Uh, this is the Wilbon Bowl. Yeah, Mike sure, Wilbon, sure. Chicago's own who claims Scottsdale or Phoenix as his second or maybe even third home. I respect that. But, yeah, and, and that's kind of how Florida is the retiree place of the East Coast. Capital. Yeah, like everyone from the northern climates of the East Coast retires down to Florida. Apparently, the Midwest they all go to Arizona. Arizona, yeah. Desert, yeah, which is interesting, Same. but cool. I've never, I've never once heard a bad thing about living in Arizona. No, a lot of seems to love it. As long as you can dodge the meth, you're yeah. you're good to go <laughs> right. out yonder. And some people go and seek the meth. Sure. Know? Oh, plenty. On, uh, who you are. Plenty do. Top of the lines. Uh, the Bears, though, I think they're going to win this one. I think Justin Fields is playing for a little bit more. The Cardinals obviously stand to gain more if they lose. The Bears have a really good defense. Justin Fields is playing more for more than just the Bears season. Oh, he's playing, he's for, playing for wherever he's going to. Yeah, this is, it's yeah. a live audition. Live audition. Um, that game, you know, it might not be the worst in the world. No, it could but, be, yeah, it could be pretty competitive. Not going to go out of my way for it, but the Cowboys at the Dolphins. This is the one we've been beating this drum now for weeks unknowingly. Didn't that wasn't this wasn't uh we didn't have this marked on the calendar or not, but we've been calling these teams the AFC or NFC version of, of one other. another. Yeah, so this is going to be really interesting. Cowboys on the road, mind you, uh, against the Dolphins. Now, there's probably couldn't be an easier place to go play in December than right. sunny Miami, but I don't think it matters where the fucking Cowboys play as long as it ain't Jerry World. They just don't seem to show up. They could, you know, they could dash that narrative as soon as this game gets underway, or could continue to be kind of fraudulent. The, the Dolphins are a good team. And their they, defense is playing well, yeah. which is a problem for Dak. Um, you know, you would have to give – I mean, I know Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl winning coach, but sure. as of recently, you'd have to give the edge to Mike McDaniel if you were talking coaches. I think Tua and Dak could be very similarly rated as quarterbacks. Um, I'd agree. The the Cowboys actually have had a great offense all season, right? Up until kind of recently. At least at, at home, especially. For a yeah, while. yeah. yeah. Um, 
But we know that the Dolphins can be wishy-washy, just as wishy-washy as the Cowboys. Um, yeah, this is a really interesting game. I love the Dolphins. I do, too. I love the Dolphins, I, I here. I do, too. I, I think that uh, they're going to show up, and I, I think they may end up winning by two scores. With, yeah, with yeah. some relative handiness. Like 10, 10 to 14 points or something like that. Yeah. I. It's on the road, obviously. That's almost like a lazy take, but I mean the numbers back it up. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it it typically would be a lazy take, except for that is the complexion of the Cowboys' season. Yeah. You know, yeah, proofs in the pudding. Outside of like week one, at the Meadowlands, but that's such a, week ones don't matter. Not at this point, no. yeah, especially and against the Giants. Really I mean, they do, but they they never do. It's like that's the typical overreaction cycle of the NFL. Absolutely. Yeah, I think our Tyreek should play this week. So that's, you know, some may even have speculated that he took last week off too per prayer for this game, thinking they'd beat the Jets mm. with no problem. Uh, if that's the case, he was very right. So give me the Dolphins. Again, double digits. I'm pretty confident in that. Sunday night football, not exactly a barn burner. Patriots at the Broncos. It is a must-win for Denver after falling last week to the Lions, especially in that embarrassing fashion. That'd be sick if the Patriots win. They tried to play spoiler against the Chiefs unsuccessfully. This is not an impossible task in front of them here. I do like the Broncos to win, but if Zappi can kind of piece it together for a little bit, Denver's got the worst run defense in the league. If they get Ramondre Stevenson back, Zeke's actually looked okay up there, too. It's just kind of word vomiting. Patriots praise. I only had about a sentence of it. Um, so I think... Right, this it is, was more of a dry heave. Yeah, yeah exactly. A cough, even. Um, I do think Denver will win. I don't think this is going to be a very fun game. There might be some wonky shit towards the end. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, tune in. Football's football. I don't have to wake up too, too early the next day because that day is going to be Christmas and our action starts. Oh, Christmas day in the morning. It starts at 1 p.m. It's the Raiders at the Chiefs. The One of the storied rivalries. Lamar Hunt and Al Davis. Ketchup and black and silver. What's going to show up? Is it going to be the Aiden O'Connell throwing four touchdowns or the Aiden O'Connell throwing for 140 yards and an interception? And I think it's more like that. I yeah. think the Chiefs kind of, they buckle down starting now. I think if it's going to be similar to last week. Like, even if the offense like isn't clicking, win. even if the offense isn't clicking, the defense is going to be able to do yeah. it. Because they do and have the a good defense. And the Raiders won't be able to handle that. Not, not for a whole four quarters, no. at least. A whole uh, dollar. Giants at the Eagles next. Out at the link. The I mean, this this has to be the get right game for the Eagles. This has to be. If not, their season's done. If not, like if they lose this game, I don't give a fuck. Like they are done, done. Like they'll go to the playoffs because they're ten wins or whatever. Right, like right. they are, they're already in. I mean, yeah, losing to the Giants. I mean, that would at home. At home, to the Tommy DeVito. It would be. Sound all the alarms. There'd be fires outside the stadium. Yeah. Like, it would be absolute chaos. They have to contain Saquon. I don't think that's impossible, especially when 
you're assuming that's all they're doing. But their corners can't stop anyone. I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigba, a rookie, cooked James Bradbury for the game-winning touchdown. Couldn't get his mitts on him that time for a hold. Yeah. Um, I'm not... I'm not totally out on Tommy DeVito yet, but this is not a game for him to win. Right. The Eagles need to win. That's my thoughts. Let's see if they can do it. That game's at 4.30, I believe. And then it segues into the marquee matchup of not only the weekend, but Christmas Monday yeah. itself. A rematch of Super Bowl 47. Was that and the number? possibly a pre-match to Super Bowl whatever this year is. Ravens. Seven. I don't know. At the 49ers. Um, yeah, Ravens, Niners. In Sam Ravens, Fran. are we like five-point underdogs or something like that? Five and a half. First time we've five been... and a half. First time we've been dogs since week two. Wow. Yeah, it, I mean, it's the two best teams in the league right without now. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, so, and it'll be interesting. There's a lot to stop out there. I mean, you got Brock Purdy, who's playing lights out. You got Christian McCaffrey, who's um, one of the uh, yeah. non-quarterbacks in the MVP race. Debo Samuel, who's great, but and was recently on, uh, I believe, with Kay Adams and kind of did like two <laughs> minutes just like praising Lamar. So yeah, it's as he kind should. of yeah, as he should. But yeah, it's it, this is the one of the best matchups we've had on the docket all season long, and. Especially the the nearer we get to the playoffs, this is a big deal. It's it's not so much in the implications of it all because we already know they're the two best teams or two of the best teams. No, they're the best two. And as they the are the best two. Like these don't really matter. They don't figure much into either of their playoff runs or whatever standings, seeing as it's not divisional or even in the same conference. But it's if you're doing like. For instance, if there was a committee that picked the playoffs like they do in college football, this would be a fucking <laughs> matchup they really hone in. This on. is the one. This would be like this the, is the one. Alabama, LSU, yeah, or whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is a humongous game. How does our defense match up against all of their weapons? Some of our guys who are kind of emerging talents, and we're high on our Brandon Stevens, our Geno Stones, sure. even our Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, these are... They're going against some monsters. Yeah, and now like, we get to see how they stack up. That'd be great. And then our front or our offensive line. Yeah. What are they? They let so much interior pressure up against the Jags, and the 49ers are a lot fucking better yeah, up front. Yeah, and is there, I wonder how we scheme that up because last night, Lamar's going to be moving. I know, and that's sketchy. So we don't fuck? like that. Yeah. I we mean, don't like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, who knows? This could go. I think it's either going to be a close. God, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to make it. It's hard to even speculate. I it, agree. it should be a close game no matter who wins. I don't see much in the way of a blowout either way, quite frankly. I think this will be a hard-fought win yeah. for whoever the victor is. And I don't I don't want to call it looking ahead because I don't think it is, but I'm just like realistically picture of the AFC. If we lose this game, yeah, it doesn't really matter if we beat Miami next week. Like it's just kind of, it just doesn't fucking matter. Like well, I'd it's it's lose a this game and beat Miami. Oh, hundred percent, a thousand percent. Because even the alternative, we might not have the number one seed as a result. 
Um, so I'm almost, it's almost like we can't lose in my mind because again, not looking ahead, but just where we're at in the schedule, the bigger fish is next week. Right. Yeah. And, but if we win and if we dominate or if it's like impressive, I'm all in. Oh yeah. I'm all in. But doc, if I wanted to go to that game. And I didn't feel like going all in with my savings account. Maybe I'd pop over to SeatGeek. I'd say get yourself to SeatGeek, okay? And then when you're going to check out, you get what you need. Your tickets, tickets are five thirty eight right now for this. Well, they'd be five eighteen if you use promo code Shopping Lions. Knock twenty off the top. I don't care who you are. That may not sound like a lot, but twenty dollars. Put that in your gas tank. Take that to the bar. Go get yourself a pizza for the big game. Pay for parking, okay, something. Okay, whatever it is, that twenty can get you something. So our division dollars can still get you something in America, and we're giving it to you if you just use our promo code, which is the title of this show: Chopping Lines on SeatGeek. After week 15, our divisional challenge, Joe is hot back up in front. Doc took a, an immaculate offer in terms of wins and covers the NFC East. Not great. Not great. And it still, happens. Still, still up near the top, though. Yep, Joe's got 99, you've got 96, and here I come. Creeping up the Welcome back with 91. Street. 91, we're right there, out of nowhere. I got first place this week. I'm rolling with the AFC East. I like their matchups overall. We'll see if the Jets can beat the Commanders, if maybe the Patriots can pull out a squeaker against the Broncos. I don't know. I don't know. Joe is rolling with the AFC North. And, Doc, your choice? The AFC South. Bringing, bringing it home with all, or three of the four divisions in the AFC we couldn't do any more if we tried. Moving to the the NBA side of things, though. Ja Morant was back in action. Put the gun away to decide to shoot some baskets instead, Doc. And he hit the game winner last night against the Pels, the Pelicans. Yeah. Uh, great comeback. He was looking all-star. He is, he is incredible. was looking a little, a little quiet showing of him, but... Ja, after the game, said he was. He heard what people were saying. He, he took receipts, which is interesting. It's like, all right, you had a great game back, but it's like took receipts. What people saying you were a dumbass for flashing a gun twice? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very like, much on like, you. Don't say just be like, I'm glad to be back, and here's what you guys have been missing or some shit like that. Yeah, like, nobody it, said you were bad at basketball, right? Yeah, and <laughs> and none of your problems have ever been on the all of well, I mean, outside of the interesting stuff with some <laughs> girl on Twitter, but. Zion, like Zion and Ben Simmons, like their issues are on the court. Yeah. Yours aren't. Yours yeah, you're are very good. What you should be doing is keeping your head down and go get another 34 tonight. Like, or just don't, don't put know, your like, gun on Instagram. You can carry the fucking gun. Right, right. Yeah. Like, you're just like, you're just, he were being a dumb kid. Exactly. You, yeah, but, exactly. You're, but you're 24 or whatever, which is still, you're young. But yeah, no not sure. making excuses, but it's like, yeah, like, like you said. You can have a gun. And really, if you're a, a young multimillionaire going to strip clubs every night wearing jewelry and shit, maybe you should have a gun or one of your boys should. Yeah, that, it, it like, makes sense. You shouldn't be like flaunting it and toting it Period. on IG Live while like 
singing along to a rap song about killing people. It's just what they call bad optics. Especially when they've told you not to do it. Yeah, I mean, you've already gotten in trouble. You got it's suspended. A, you got you had a meeting with the commissioner. It's you like, don't, yeah, you're kind of just thumbing your nose. You now. don't gain anything. It's not like using a drug where you're going to get high from it. Like, you don't gain anything from posting, like, from streaming yourself Cloud, in, your, yeah. in your buddy's... Sure. Wow. Awesome. Have cost you 25 games of uh, of money. Hope it was right. worth it. But he is back. He does look good. The league is better with him playing. The league is better with him streaming wholesome content, if anything at all. We'll see if he can dig the Grizzlies out of the hole that they had dug for themselves with him gone. I think they were like 6-19 and 19 or 7-18 mm. and 18 without him. Not a surprise. Uh, Steph Curry, earlier in the week, had a crazy streak. 268 straight games with a three-pointer. It came to an end. Went 0-8. for 8. But he made for made up for it last night. Hit a big one in overtime against the Celtics. Yeah. On. Who I think I saw that they attempted more three-point shots than two-point shots last night, which is like... Now bad basketball. Getting, now we're getting a little... Uh, bad basketball. I understand jacking up threes, and that's the nature of the NBA now. But you're telling me, on a team which, I mean, I don't watch the Celtics like that, but... Who's their deadly three-point shooter? Like, it's one thing if you say the Warriors are taking fucking more three-point shots than your basic field goals because they have two of the greatest shooters who have ever lived. Yeah, they got a reason. Makes a little more sense, but yeah, the Celtics lost by doing that. Let me Derek White to mention that. Yeah, so they had fifty-eight threes and a quick mental math looks uh, fifty-six. just regular regular field, field goals. goals. Wow. Uh, they had one guy, uh, Hauser, who went uh, 0 for 7. He went 0 for 6 from 3. Derek White went 7 of 18 from 3, shot 18. And then he got old-ass Al Horford going 3 of 10. Can't believe he's still like in the league. Dude's a dinosaur. Yeah, and somehow probably still like two years younger than LeBron. And making <laughs> a lot more money than he should be. Right, yeah. But going to go 3 of 10 from 3. But those Celts, they're still atop the East. The Timberwolves still lead in the West, shocking the world. And if yeah. you get bored of football, hey, they, they are. Carl Anthony Towns is playing really well, yeah. and I'm low on him. He's You're low on the cat. He's showing what I know. But if you get bored of NFL football on your Christmas, the slate for the 25th. The Bucks are at the Knicks starting at 12 o'clock. The Warriors at the Nuggets at 2.30. The Celtics at the Lakers is starting at 5. Yeah. Sixers heat at 8. And then the Mavericks go into Phoenix to play the Suns at 10.30. There's basketball oh, all day. Full slate. And I've always loved that. Because, I mean, and it's only recently that the NFL started playing games on Christmas Day. But this was always the unofficial start of the NBA season. Um, but I think the NBA saw the writing on the wall as the NFL was... Uh, Slowly expanding. Yeah, I mean, you can even see how they've, how they've staggered the games. What did you say? It was 12, 2.30? 12 five. to 10.30. They're all starting around like... The, the half times of the NFL will match up perfectly with yeah. action in Start the Start a little earlier and a little later and get Which everything in between. And I'm not going to complain because that means if whenever I flick a channel, something will be on. Yes, and there's, that's great, you know? There's going to be a lot to watch. And there are plenty of people out there that would rather watch the NBA than the NFL. 
and that's the thing. It's like I don't. I wonder how the numbers. I wonder what the numbers, the ratings will look like because this is the first full freight for both Christmas for NFL, right? I mean, it they might, had a game be, or two yeah. last year, but this is the first like we're having a one o'clock, a four o'clock, and an eight o'clock, like and ending with a banger too, right? And not to mention because Christmas Eve Sunday. Yeah. So it's like there's gonna be three they're taking full it all days of NFL. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It'll be glorious. Cannot wait. Baseball side of things, major league baseball, not a ton of action there. Tyler Glass now went to join the Dodgers and Otani got traded from the Rays. Uh, if the Rays trade you, I feel like it normally means they're. Uh, that's, you're either you're, <laughs> you're either done done or you're like about to go crazy and they didn't feel like paying you. But yeah. usually, usually I'd lean to done done. Uh, we had Lefty Martin Martin Perez signing with the Pirates, and he was with the Rangers the last two years. Played really well. Nice uh, pitcher. Wouldn't have minded him on the Orioles. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon also is going to re-sign with the uh, team with which he made his name. And speaking of our Orioles. They made a really minor trade for Jonathan Heasley from the Royals, a starting pitching. He's technically a major leaguer currently. Not exactly. That's not what you want to hear. He's technically a major leaguer. Yeah, not exactly. Not exactly flattering numbers. He's um. We traded like a rookie league pitcher for him. I think he had like a seven ERA last year. Um, so definitely like a low risk, high reward, best case scenario. Sure. We got to trust Michael Elias here. He's put us in this spot. Oh, yeah. But, you know, just reporting it as a trade, not one that's necessarily moving many, many needles. Facts. NHL side of things, we actually did have a little bit of a uh, shakeup in our divisional standings. After this week, the Bruins and the Rangers are still out uh, on the east atop their divisions. But the Stars tied the Avalanche out of Dallas atop the Central and then the Golden Knights leading the Pacific. So we got a little more uh, parity coming in. That side of things are Washington Capitals. They've gone one, one and one since we've last spoke. So it could be worse, could be better. But they're... uh, they're lingering, all considered. Would like to see Ovi kind of picking up a little bit here as uh, as the season goes. And then uh, in terms of college things, Maryland, they played Nichols State last night. Boom. The name says it all. Not very good. 19.5-point yeah. favorites. They only win by six. They were winning by one at the half. Maryland basketball is... In the tank right now. I like Kevin Willard, but I uh, I don't know if what, what they're doing right now is working. And moving to the football side of things for Maryland. Tolly at Tagovailoa, our quarterback, is not going to start. Brother of. Of Tua, the very one. Uh, not going to start in the bowl game for Maryland. Kind of disappointing. And, you know, the bowl games are just. Will he be, how is he entering the draft or? I think he might be, but I don't know. He's not exciting. He's not, I wouldn't deem him a prospect. I mean, but what do I know? What if he goes and backs up in In Miami? In Miami. That'd be funny. That would be cool. That'd be very funny. I'd love that. That'd be a great story. Yeah, I agree. Guilty as charged. (laughs) 
with the stories. <laughs> All right, Derek, settle down, settle down. <laughs> but it does kind of say. Ah, they're called a Trevi Fish show. Uh, yeah, I guess they're pretty big. What's up with this guy? Thanks for uh, ruining the, the podcast, <laughs> possibly the entire evening. <laughs> but, man, what a shout out there, Step Brothers. Absolute classic. But then uh, that college football situation, college basketball, kind of is going into my segue, or uh, segued me rather into this soapbox, going way over my words here. It's been a long show. The NIL and the transfer portal. Mm. I think college football had like 20% of their players in the transfer portal this year. It's horrible. It's a wild west. It's gross. Like yeah. these kids just like, oh, I didn't like my playing time. Uh, instead of throwing a temper tantrum here or, God forbid, working harder and getting better, we're just going to leave. And it's going to mess up some opportunities for – it's going to trickle down to the high school level because you talked about how you know Kirby Smart's going to get tired of the NIL stuff. Oh, well, I think a lot You're, of coaches are getting you tired have, of this. You like, have to, like, cross-recruit now. Yes. Like, you can't even focus necessarily just at high school because these guys are leaving after one year. You can get some stud sophomores, and they're going to come in and play right away. The landscape of the NCAA is awful. You can't get on board with any, any of these teams. The divisions change every fucking year, so there's no rivalries that exist anymore. There's, like, five rivalries that exist mm-hmm. as opposed to the – regional hundred that there were when you and I were growing up, not to sound like a boomer, but right. it's, you uh, never could. You can't, you can't keep track of it. It's gross. It's not fun. Right. It's like you're what you, you got to be a fan of the player, not the team at this point. And that's just not what I can do. That's not what right. I, I, I mean, that's not what well, I can, can get that, fully like invested in. Yeah, five correct. Five guys on a team, and it's easier to do it that way. But... And you're gone in two years or well, three or years year if you're that good. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's not like it's like, well, he may be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's really losing me, and it's a shame because college sports are a hotbed for some of the best sporting experiences as a fan that you can ever sure, have game day a hundred percent like just the crowd the atmosphere and that you know if I, I it's it's hard to give a fuck yeah. at this point because it doesn't seem like they do it's like they and i don't blame them welcome you know they're cashing to, their checks to the dark side yeah man. tiny window <laughs> oh, man yeah here we are let me tell you how old i am um also want to give a shout out to winter break started today it rules. It's better as a teacher than it was as a student, for those who are wondering. Yeah. It's it means more. It shoo, man. Eleven forty five hit like a drug today. Give me some let me chop some lines of eleven forty five the day before <laughs> winter break. Yeah. Man, but those are my uh, soapboxes. Yes, yeah, so I just have uh do you have can I get like a quarter of an hour uh Yeah, uh, on a half day of uh Winter. Nice. But yeah, and now you're there. The break is in. Yes, yeah, sir. About, uh, I think it's like 14, 14 days. Great. I love yeah, it. Yeah, perfect. That'll be a nice reset. Uh, as far as my soapbox goes, I forgot to mention this earlier, but kind of wanted to touch on it because I thought it was a funny story. And I don't know if this was just, uh, I don't know if this was him being cheeky or just a coincidence, but. Uh, Trevor Lawrence bought all of his linemen for Christmas golf carts. 
Now they are uh, in Florida, but remember that uh, story from about yes. two weeks ago. Outstanding. When he had to walk off on his own. That that's a, I like that movie. He, he claims no he way. elected to walk off on his own, but nonetheless. Well, he's sure. But and, nonetheless. That, and he's being a good soldier, I think, with that. I mean, maybe that, that, that could even be true, but that's it's still so funny to funny. him for him to have gotten the offensive lineman golf carts. Yes, that rules. I mean, if you're all living in Florida and you probably have a neighborhood where that would be great to have, but some of those top of the line golf carts, they're nothing to sneeze at. They'll get you from A to B. Oh, yeah. They'll get you from A to B. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I did not see that. So I'm uh, glad you you scrubbed my box with that. Little piece of information, that little jaunt for us. Oh, yeah. I thought the people would like to hear it. Well, those people, we appreciate you all sticking with us for about this hour and a half, roughly a little bit less today. Keep a lookout for the blog. We're going to have that out before Christmas, talking about the games this weekend. It's a full spread, just exactly how you'd want your holiday meal. We hope it's restful for you all, relaxing, filled with... Whatever you want it to be filled with, whether that's family, gifts, loneliness, Chinese food, you know, make it what you will. It's your, uh, it's your day. It's your break. It's very rare that there's this many people who kind of have this much time off at the same time. Yeah. Make it worth it. But hey, that's it. We'll be back one more time this year. Same Time, same day of the week, in one week. Chopping lines, chopping lines, it's Christmas time, chopping lines. (laughs) 